What up, what up, listeners, and welcome to a special Mulan extravaganza review episode of Rice Asian Comedy Podcast, where we share the Asian perspective on entertainment, culture, and trending topics. I'm your host, Vong Show, official spokesperson for gay, super cute Asians. And on our panel today, we've got Anna Lowo and Sebastian D. Chow. Good to see you. Okay, great. Um, thanks for joining the panel today. So what we're going to do is first we'll do a spoiler-free review, just our general thoughts on the movie, and then um, we will give a plenty of warning to our listeners and our live stream um, watchers when we do move into uh, review. I mean, when we move into the uh, the full spoiler review. Okay, so for the non-spoiler review, um, you know, I'll just go over a little bit with Mulan. So, um, so today we're reviewing Mulan, the live-action remake on Disney Plus. Um, it's probably more of a reimagining than a, than a, than a remake. Um, it was directed by Nikki Caro, and it stars um, um, Liu Yifei as Wa Mulan and. Donnie Yen as Commander Tung. There's a whole bunch of other people. Oh, obviously we have to mention uh, Jet Li as the Emperor and uh, Gong Li as this new witch character whose name I can't pronounce. I think it's... Uh, uh, Zhan Yang? Yes. Zhan Yang? Yes, that, that is the one. Um, so first, let's head on over to Anna for what your initial spoiler-free thoughts are on the movie. Going into this movie, I know it wasn't going to be the same as the animated series I, or I love so much. Animated movie I love so much, sorry. Um, but I still do love the story. It's about a brave female like going to fight in the war for her family. And it's just nothing more badass than that. And I honestly, I think this movie did the original justice. They had all the... All the things that I thought the original Mulan movie had. And I, it was really cool seeing like the fight scenes and all that stuff too. So yeah, all in all, two thumbs up. Love this movie. Okay, great. And Sebastian, what are your general thoughts? So I'm not 100% in love with it, but it's definitely on the positive side of movies. Like I, I, I did like it. There were like, but it, it does loom under the shadow of the animated version for me because a lot of the characterization for these uh, for the characters in the movie comes through song, and that's not necessarily replaced in in this new modern. It's a lot less fun. There's like, it's probably like thirty percent is fun, uh, but uh, there's there's you know there's new interesting stuff. It's not the same story because there's there's different characters. Other characters are removed. Uh, and the plot is subtly different. Um, there's there's a lot more birds in this one. A lot of birds going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get too spoilery with the bird talk, but they're pretty important. Very heavy themes. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and I'll, I'll jump in with my general thoughts. Is like I, I I thought it was really good. I think it's definitely worth watching. Like I was a super fan of the original um, Mulan. And, you know, like, I literally cry every single time at the end of the animated one where the emperor says, you've brought honor to us all. Um, And then the whole crowd bows down. I literally cry every time that happens. So I would Mm -hmm. say with this movie, I really loved it. Um, 
maybe not as much as the original because I didn't cry, which is the first time I've watched a Mulan movie and not cried. So the emotional resonance wasn't quite the same as the cartoon version, which is weird because you'd think I would have more of an attachment to like real actors than to a cartoon. Um, But I think my favorite thing about it was that it wasn't trying to be the cartoon. So even though I probably like the cartoon more, this is something that stands on its own that I will watch over and over just as its own thing. Because if it had tried to replace the cartoon, which I think a lot of the Disney live action movies have tried, like Lion King was basically a shot for shot remake. Aladdin as well, pretty close. Even Beauty and the Beast was pretty much... The, the exact same plot didn't try and change anything yeah. like very very minor changes whereas this is, and whenever i watched those i was like well i'll just watch the cartoon instead because that version's better <laughs> so this one it stands on its own and i would say that's my favorite thing so if you're going in expecting a remake of the original with all the songs like the other live action remakes then you're going to be disappointed but I wasn't because I was actually happy for all the all all the new stuff. Um, cool. So we'll jump into a few topics here, and I know it'll be a bit hard with no spoilers. But um, let's go in. I just talked about it now, but sort of what was the emotional resonance for you? Um, for you, Anna. Oh man, you know the scene where the army shows up in Mulan's village, and they're like. Guys, there's a war. Oh, this every is, family must. Pre- oh, oh, this yeah, is, this, oh, yeah, this, this is like no spoilers. Oh, uh, this is going to be possible. How, how are we going to okay. do this? So, like, just sort of talk generally. Um, okay. A generally emotional residents. Did it resonate with you? Yeah, honestly, like seeing all the old Asian people just made me think about how old my grandma and my parents are. And then I was like, oh my god. Like die soon. Like I don't want them to die thinking I'm a piece of shit, and like I want them to die knowing like oh I brought honor to the family. Mm. So I think I was mostly crying about that because I'm like oh fuck, I need to bring honor to my family. Like how yeah. how am I gonna do it? I'm single and I'm thirty. I'm, I'm a mess. <laughs> how many wars have you fought in? <laughs> On my own personal wars inside my brain. <laughs> yeah. Lots. And uh, over to you, Sebastian. Uh, well, I don't think it's too spoilery to talk about the whole like themes of um, becoming a becoming a soldier and like over overcoming weakness and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the movie's got uh, the whole, you know, in the original Mulan, there's the whole arc where all the soldiers they have to train, they have to climb the pole using the big old coins on on uh, on ropes. Uh, you know, there's a there's a similar arc in here. I, I really like that. Uh, that formative, like beginning half of the movie, I always like the, uh, that half of um, this type of movie, like a uh, buildings roman where it's uh, coming of age, and uh, you gotta like you gotta grind up your skills and overcome. Uh, you gotta you gotta take those coins, wrap them around the back of the pole, and start shuffling up. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of found I I'm actually the reverse. I like the second half of the movie more where like like I don't think it's too spoilery to you know that the beginning is character development, the second half is more the war part. I thought once the war started it was more interesting. I felt the first half of the movie honestly, I don't know if it was the cinematography or I don't know, just the way it was like bright and colorful versus 
most movies. It kind of felt like a Disney Channel movie at first. Um, <laughs> until they got into the war, then it got a little bit more serious. Um, and, you know, maybe I just watched too much Disney Channel to sort of recognize like that sort of feel. And maybe that's what they were going for. But it didn't quite feel like a movie until halfway through. It just felt like a Disney Channel special. Um sure. and you know just uh talking about you know the cinematography um there's great fight choreography but what one thing i will say is i don't know what i was expecting maybe i've been watching too much game of thrones but i forgot it was like pg13 until i started watching and i was like oh yeah they're not going to show somebody like you know chop yeah. chop someone's yeah. head off or anything like yeah. so no no blood yeah it is very safe to have your kids watch this that being said with that restriction they still made the fight scenes like there's some gorgeous slow motion of mulan flipping and shit so it's, it's actually still pretty pretty interesting um oh maybe next question i'll ask is like sort of um who is who is your favorite um character <laughs> My favorite character is the matchmaker. <laughs> like her makeup is ridiculous. Like that character is actually like she looks the same as the animated matchmaker. Like the face painted and everything, and the exaggerated faces. Played by the amazing Cheng Pei Pei, who is a legend mm-hmm. in the industry of film, especially like I think one of the first female like kung fu actresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, legendary. That's my favorite character, the matchmaker. Uh, and how about you, Sebastian? Uh, I like the uh, the army general because uh, he had, he had like cool shoulder pads and uh, <laughs> and also they made him not yeah. the romantic. They yeah they made they made him not a romantic interest, which resolves a lot of the uh, the top down like issues with the romantic. <laughs> yeah, this... but uh, but he's your boss. It's pressuring. No. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. definitely there's definitely a couple Me Too moments in here. Um, that I think was changed because of the Me Too movement. And there's a section at the end that we'll talk about more in the spoiler review where it definitely feels like it was inspired by the Me Too movement, which is cool. You know, it's 2020, and this is for kids, so I guess it's good to teach them early about uh, consent, um, even in a war movie. <laughs> uh, what what did you think about sort of the themes in this movie? You know, there's loyal, brave, and true. There's a new one, devotion to family. Um, let's uh, head on over to Anna for your thoughts. Yeah, the theme loyal, brave, and true was repeated in like the the trailer of the movie and the film itself. It was kind of like the um, the motto of the army, pretty much. Um, and the cool thing was, like, you have to show loyalty to your country if you're fighting the war. You have to be brave because, you know, you have to be able to kill someone and you have to be true to yourself. And that part, um, that part really struck with Mulan, I found, because, you know, when you're fighting in the war as a female, you're trying not to get discovered. Otherwise, you're going to die. The cool thing about this theme is um, China actually had a really big, hold or a big hand on how this movie was supposed to be made you know before this movie was sold to china china wanted to make sure hey this this movie needs to have a very eastern value theme to it which which is family you need to honor your family because in the american one mulan's kind of really independent a very americanized version of mulan whereas the original mulan in china like she's all for like you know for her family 
Family before the country. <laughs> no, or is it family family before yourself? Or is it is family before yourself and then your country, right? No. I th- I won't, but yeah. yeah. I think it's still country before family before self. Yeah, China number one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's always China number one. Yeah, China always comes first. With the awards she was given, because it was like for honoring family, but it's like, but she chose to serve the nation, like to risk gamble, the risk the big money for the nation, rather than just like let the family like retain a small amount of honor and let her dad go like work in a in the army. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, that wraps it up as far as our non-spoiler review. I know we didn't really go into too much, but basically we're trying not to spoil any of you. Um, But now, let's head on over to our spoiler review and give me a moment to just change the graphics so people on the live stream know that we're no longer talking about spoilers. Um, Okay, so uh, welcome to our uh, spoiler-filled review of Mulan on Disney+. Plus. If you don't want to be spoiled, please turn away right now because we're talking full spoilers. Just a brief rundown again. This is Mulan on Disney+. Plus. It's a live-action remake slash reimagining. It's directed by Nikki Caro, um, starring uh, Yifei Lu as Wa Mulan, Donnie Yen as Commander Tung, Zima as Zhu, Jason Scott Lee as Bori Khan, Yonsen An as Hong Wei, Ron Wan as Sergeant um, Kiang, Gong Li as Xian uh, Yang, and Jet Li as Emperor. And uh, and yes, I did partially just read all those out because on YouTube, they get keywords from what you actually say versus what you put in the tags. So yes, I am a bit over the top trying to get my keywords in, but uh, thank you for letting me <laughs> read all that through. And now on to the actual review um, you know, uh, one thing I'll say to our panelists is um, this will be um, split off as its own video. So don't worry about saying the same thing twice. You can like jump into it, um, but then like add the spoilers to it. So we will uh, start at the very big beginning with um, your general thoughts before we um, jump into each individual topic. Let's start with Anna. I love the story. I can never get tired of whatever versions of Mulan. So coming in, watching this live action remake of Mulan, I was so happy to see it. They honored all the scenes that I really liked in the animated movie. So yeah, two thumbs up. Go watch Mulan. I'm Sebastian. So I, uh, I, in regard, I mentioned uh, that, there's a lot there's like less fun in this movie and i i think it's mainly because there's there's not the soldiers as much like the the milan's fellow soldiers in the in the animated version like they have their own songs and they're like they're all chubby and they're bouncing around and they're they're like there's a chubby one the grumpy one and like the really skinny one you know uh (laughs) but in uh they get much less screen time in uh in the new mulan and I think that the um, I think the movie suffers a little bit for it's all it's really the story of Mulan, and it doesn't have time for all these like nonsense idiots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I like the nonsense idiots. I think they're great. Uh, they are too much of a co- comedic relief, you know. Yeah. Like those characters made sense in the animated yeah. movie, and this isn't a comedy. And mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, that's true. What, and w- one thing I, I'd, I'll mention is that throughout the movie, it progressively. Uh, goes more and more into like crazy martial arts, and yeah. So like in the end, 
in the animated version, uh, Mulan overcame troubles using like cleverness and stuff and uh, and technology. Uh, in this one, she just like has magical powers. <laughs> she just she. she yeah she like makes an avalanche happen half using her like her hand magic. Uh, the like the enemy the enemy Mulan can turn into a bird. She cannot. Uh, that's very <laughs> sad. But she does have a bird still. So it's it's important. If you want to do magic, you need a bird. Yeah, there definitely was more magic in this version than the original. Um, I, I, I do think um, the the character arc of Mulan is completely changed from the original. Um, whether that's a good or bad thing, I, I, I think it's a good thing because it, it makes it a little bit different. But the original one, like she started out kind of helpless as kind of an awful soldier. Um, and then she had to like become better at it and she she really just became better through like her wit and stuff um it's not like she overpowered the bad guys with her like martial arts whereas this one it was more that she was always the best from a young age and it was about not holding herself um back it was about um it was about embracing who she really was so a somewhat very pro lgbtq messaging outside of the fact that they used uh, a semi-gay character as the punchline twice. <laughs> so I was like, is this pro? Is it not? Did they change it because it was mm. sold to China? I don't really know. The LGBTQ no. part kind of got like, I don't know. It, it was a little bit weird. Like When like, they're sleeping in the tents? Yeah. yeah. And, and they, they kind of play it for laughs. Um, and uh, I was like, I feel like there was more of a sub story that probably got canceled because of uh, China's involvement and in the, the uh, quote unquote, no propaganda allowed regarding LGBTQ, which is a very similar um, thing that they have in, in, in Russia. Um, I think uh, communist countries just really love the anti-propaganda laws. Um even though they're like super heavy into propaganda. Um, but anyway, let's not get too much into uh, global politics. Let's get back to Mulan. Um, we've mentioned before, but like, I think the first thing people are going to wonder about is how is this versus the animated version? And first thing I'll say is don't expect a remake of the original. There's no songs. There's no dragon. There's no, you know, even the 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 enemies are different. The emperor is very different. And going into it, I know some people will be confused because all the other Disney live action remakes like Aladdin and Lion King are almost shot for shot remakes with the same song, same characters, like maybe 5% difference. This is like maybe 5% the same and everything else is different. And so going in, you really have to understand that. So it's more of a matter of preference. For me, I personally love that they took a different direction because as I was watching the Aladdin live action, I was like, I'd rather just be watching the cartoon. Like It's just a much better version of this. Um, so I feel like, you know, this really took it in a new direction, new character arcs, um, new characters, everything new that was introduced, I actually really liked. Um, I was actually really worried when I saw the trailer, not because of the things they were removing, but because of one thing they added in particular, which is um, a female antagonist, the witch uh, Xian Yang. And my worry was that in the original, Mulan like 
beat, you know, Shang and he was like so physically imposing and she outsmarted him and she beat all the men. And this one, I was like, oh, no, they're going to give her like a sub boss. That's a woman. So she doesn't have to fight men or some stupid shit. But actually, because, you know, like a lot of the times that happens in martial arts movies, they won't let the woman fight the man to like have like you know, a secondary antagonist that they can fight who's also female. It's, like, so ridiculous. Um, so <laughs> I was like, please don't do this to me. Mulan has to beat the big bad um, straight guy. Don't give her, like, another woman to fight. This is ridiculous. And then she actually ended up being my favorite part. And now we'll, we'll get into characters and what characters we like the most. So I'll just jump in. My actually favorite character is the witch, um, Xian Yang, I think she actually has the best character arc of the whole movie and it really grounds Mulan's arc. Um, You know, you really feel for her as a villain and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, she has clear motivations of just being exiled and not being accepted. Um, I do think it was like a bitch ass way for her to die, like sacrificing herself for Mulan. And I know it's like a trope of like whenever a bad guy, um, you know, who's done too much to be redeemed, but they turn to the light side at the last minute, they have to die. I wish they didn't do that. I wish she, like, had gone some type of reprieve, but then she still chose exile because she was just too traumatized or some shit like that. Like, because it really made no sense that with all that magic, she couldn't have stopped that stupid arrow another way other than, like, to let it pierce her, like... I don't know, throw a crow at it. Like, she had all these other birds. Like, throw one yeah. of your secondary <laughs> birds. Or maybe one of those, like, claw daggers. She yeah. seemed to be pretty accurate with that. Yeah, so I felt like it was a cop-out that they killed her. Like, think about the sequels, Disney. Think about the sequels. You need, like, that antagonist kind of running around that nothing's totally resolved. Well, as for like a sequel about like oppressed witches uh, trying to overcome, I don't think they China wants that. Like, oh, you, you can overcome the the oppression of your people right now. I think that that's something they want to keep under wraps. So kill her off. Wouldn't that be? That's basically the plot of that Angelina Jolie movie, isn't it? The uh, the Disney oh, Maleficent? one. Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. Maleficent. She would be like yeah, the new Maleficent. She literally reminded me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She um, had the uh, face paint. Yeah. Um, well, what what character resonated with um, you the most? Let's go to Sebastian first. Uh, I liked Hua Mulan because the movie was about her and she was in pretty much every scene. And <laughs> the other characters, uh, well, I'll say they, they lacked characterization in comparison to the main character, which is like pretty much a given. Uh, but, uh, you know, she, she, was way, she did way more fleshed out stuff i feel like a lot of a lot of things were kind of hollow uh in the background actors uh like i mentioned how they uh they slimmed down on the uh on the comic relief cast mm-hmm. um and even the, the the witches struggle uh of she like her plight that was underexplored as well i think because she was being oppressed because she was a witch so they wouldn't accept her in china so like the the hans they uh they said, uh, "Oh, if you if you work with us, we'll let you uh, be a witch, and we won't kill you." Mm. However, yeah, just um, one quick thing: she, I think they... she then turns she turns against that, and then to support China, who mm. would have killed her, 
and then Mulan is now a witch, uh, and is going like and it's if like if say if serving the empire was good enough to get you saved as a witch, then she would have done it already, right? So it, I can't see this ending up good for Mulan once they find out. <laughs> yeah, it, it was interesting. Oh, one thing I wanted to say was uh, I think they changed it from the Huns to the Rurins on this on this version. I'm not sure why. I don't know if the Rurins are more historically accurate or if they made up a new class of people so that um, people from Mongolia aren't as upset as they were with the first movie. I don't yeah. really know. I probably should have looked it up before this review, but yeah, it's now the Rurins or the Runins. I don't know what it is, but it it was it was different. The original was was the Huns. Um, I think the weird thing about the Rorans was as much as I love the new witch character, I actually think she really took away from the from the uh from from Bori Khan. Because if you remember in the original, Shang was so so powerful. Like he was effing scary. And he didn't give a shit. Whereas this guy, Bori Khan, when he was introduced, basically the witch was like, you know, I could snap you in half like a twig. And like, he didn't disagree. He's like, yeah, you could. So I was like, okay, I'm supposed to be scared of this hoe? Like, no. So I wasn't scared of him for like the rest of the movie. So I think I just have to remind myself it was really like the real villain or anti-hero was the witch because I think the the Rorans themselves just basically got emasculated in that moment. And I was like, I ain't scared. Obviously Mulan's going to beat these bitches. They can't even do shit. Um, so, yeah, uh, and you know, while, while the, the witch was like interesting of a, like a B plot, I guess she could have been removed from the movie and it might be improved. No. <laughs> oh no. Bong's favorite character. <laughs> Dissenting no, opinions. Like, well, Dissenting they didn't, opinions. they didn't do enough with her. And she didn't really meaningfully impact scenes that she didn't cause herself. Mm. You know, like there's there's a few confrontations with Mulan or like when she just takes over some random dude in a bazaar. But if she wasn't if she wasn't there, that just wouldn't have happened. And then Mulan would have had to do Mulan things. Yeah, but like to me, I think it was really cool seeing like a a woman versus woman like conflict because, you know, like. I don't know if you, like, understand, like, women-women conflict, it's, like, super bitchy and just kind of, like, really competitive sometimes. But then it was really cool at the end when, you know, the witch was, like, okay, you know what, I can, like, I can step aside and, like, not be mad at her. And, like, I can see men respect her and, like, what did I do wrong? Like, men don't respect me and they they don't give me a leadership position when I clearly am capable. Because, like, in folklore, like, women with power have been vilified. So... You know, the more powerful you are, the more threatening you are, right? And so I think seeing two women, like, worked together and, like, you know, taking down the man, that was really cool to me. That part of the movie was, like, wow, women are better together when they work together. Yeah, it's it's nice to see the the female collaboration. However, one of them dies during it, and they they were fighting each other the whole way. She was a martyr. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely get what, what Sebastian's saying. I, I obviously disagree because she's my favorite part of the movie. I feel like without her, Mulan's journey would have been more empty. So 
I, I get what you're saying, Sebastian, on like a plot level as far as like advancing the plot. But as far as like an emotional mirror to move on's journey, I think it adds a lot of character because it sort of shows what could have went wrong. Um, with Mulan, if she sort of used her powers in the wrong way, um, and- well, I'll, I'll I'll kind of bring it back a little bit to the to the cut down comic relief guys because that in the original that showed her like fitting in with the guys, mm-hmm. like she's like oh she she's she's fun she's cool too, she's not just strong she's uh, she's smart and uh, she's she's fun to be around, like and she, it makes her th- more sympathetic. Yeah, well, you know, it's definitely different directions. I think both are very interesting character arcs. I think at the end, though, at least they were different character arcs for the two versions of Mulan, and I I did really enjoy that, so that we can at least compare and contrast them. Because I definitely think it's a different Mulan character than the the original one. Um, Let's jump into... uh, um, you know, uh, as, as Sebastian mentioned, so the soldiers, the soldiers were interesting. Um, they changed around the love, um, the love interest love is now interest. a fellow soldier yeah. as opposed to the general, mm-hmm. which was probably done for, you know, it's 2020 and we're in a Me Too movement. So probably yeah. the old way probably wasn't going to work too well. And I would say there was this like me too moment at the end too, where she was all like, um, um, Oh no, where the soldiers were like, I believe Mulan. I believe Mulan, which was like hashtag believe women, oh. which is like, you know, totally cool because, uh, we, the, her new love interest. So uh, Wang Wu was like, you know, you and actually this line was in the original one as well. The um you um you would have believed uh, uh Wa Jun, but why don't you believe Wa Mulan? Which was in the original, but then the adding of everybody saying, I believe Wa Mulan, I believe Wa Mulan, or I stand with Wa Mulan, whatever the line was, it was very like yeah, it was very hashtag believe women. Yeah. So, you know, if if you're one of those anti-SJW people, you're probably going to hate that moment. But, you know, it's 2020 and the world has changed. Um, so they did yeah, add in exactly. those those themes. So talking about themes, they mentioned with um, with uh, the Me Too, the, con- the consent. Um, there's a lot of other themes in here. Um, let's go over to Anna first of what what you thought of the different themes, what the themes were and what you thought of them. Yeah, definitely um, female empowerment because the scene that resonated me with the most was when the army showed up to the village, just like telling everyone, hey, there's a war. We need every family to supply one man. And in in Fuamulan's family, the only man is the old crippled dad, you know? And when he was called to like take his place to fight the war. Mulan was like, no. And then he was like, shut up. <laughs> um, and then the guy, the guy who like hands over, you know, like what, this piece of paper, it was like, so you don't have a son. Like there's no one else in your family that could like take your place. He's like, no, I was blessed with two daughters. Oh my God. That part got me. And then, you know, like it's really important. I think that a lot of families out there re- realize like 
not like having a son is not like the most important thing, you know, like, like, yes, if you have a daughter, you should cherish her too, because like, she is a very important life piece and you'll never know what gift she has if you like, don't harness it. So yeah, female empowerment is a big theme in this movie. Mostly because she kicks so much butt and she's so brave. The scene where she like enters the tent for the first night and sees all these like naked dudes just like, oh my god that part was so funny and so gross at the same time um yeah yeah female empowerment best theme and uh let's head over to sebastian for what you thought of the movie's themes uh well there's there's like a big theme of just achievement because uh uh even if you're like you're in trouble if you just are like if you achieve enough people are like oh you know what okay you you broke all the rules that we explicitly said that uh, we'd kill you for, but <laughs> since since you did a good job, I guess you, you can slide. And I, you're like of the type of people that we uh, regularly persecute and kill witches, uh, but you you did us a solid one time, so you know you can you can hang for now. In the sequel, we'll get you, but uh, you know because she uh, you know she did get a lot done though in the movie. Uh, and she she basically became like a godlike spear kicker, where she just like puts a spear in the air and then kicks it, and it's like it from a ballista. That's a it's a big big move. She does a lot of foot stuff in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like there's this sport in in, uh, in Thailand and Laos that my dad plays. It's like volleyball, but you can only use your feet, and that's actually how how they uh, how they uh, smash the ball. You basically that Mulan move was basically how you do it. You sort of jump up, flip, and then like kick it down. So it really reminded me of that sport. So I was like, oh, this girl has probably been trained in that sport because she very naturally yeah. did the motion. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I think, um, I think to like, I do think they're a little bit heavy handed with the loyal, <laughs> brave, and true. I feel like you could have a drinking game of every time they said it. Um, yeah, you take a drink, and if mm-hmm. you did, you would probably run out of alcohol. Like, I was like, I get it, people, I get it, I get it, I get it, and then I got it some more. And I get it, this is like for kids, so sometimes you have to pound this shit into their brains for kids to get it. Um, yes, I'm being disrespectful to kids, I'm, I'm gay and I'll never have children because children are gross. Um, but yeah, so like, I get it, kids, kids, kids are dumb, so you have to really make it obvious. Um, to them. Um, one thing I'll say is like um, the the acting. We we sort of touched on this before, but the lead actor, um, the um, Leo Yifei, I thought she was amazing. I actually thought she was acting on a whole nother movie to most of these people. Like I said, most of the people who actually were very very good actors, um, very famous actors, um. I feel like they were directed in a way to give their performance like it was a Disney Channel show. But I thought um, Liu Yifei was giving it like it was an Oscar movie. Like, I was like, the looks on her face and just the subtleties of her acting. Um, I, I will say that, that Gong Li as well, playing playing the witch character, also had more resonance in her acting that's why i just really felt the movie was about those two because it felt like everybody else was playing a cartoon character and they were playing real people 
And one thing I really appreciated was they they got an actress who still had a very heavy Mandarin accent and didn't ask her to hide it. Um, and, you know, I think it's time that the world thinks that Asian accents are sexy because it is sexy. And I'm I'm a gay man. And I was like, that's a sexy accent, girl. Like you, you work it. <laughs> you work that accent. Um, I'm a sucker for accents. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes, Mandarin accents for the win. It's gonna be uh, step aside French accents where people talk so damn slow. Let's. Oh, I'm. I'm yeah. Our Montreal listeners are gonna hate me for that one. But anyway, <laughs> everybody's loved French accents for so long. Let's have you know Mandarin be the new language of love. Um, it'll be the yeah. new language of everything soon because China's taking over the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> true. true. <laughs> so we better get used to it. Just, uh, just as I note, I actually am taking Mandarin classes because I can see the future coming, and um, <laughs> I'm gonna be prepared, people. I don't know about you, <laughs> I'm gonna be prepared. Um, the other thing I'll say too, just a random thing, is like uh, when we were watching the end credits, like. There were so many Asian names in the cast and crew that it looked like dozens, if not hundreds, were scrolling by. And I super duper appreciate that. But I was very disappointed looking at the producers, the writers and executive producers were all, I don't know if they're all white people, but they weren't Chinese names. That's for sure. Whereas mm-hmm. everything else was. You stopped seeing a, a lot of Chinese names and you started to be like a, like Steve Clark. A lot of yeah. Steve Clarks in the writer's room. Yeah, so I was like, you know, it's great that they're funding an Asian narrative, having, you know, having, like, Asian actors and cast and crew. Um, and the director was a woman, not Asian, um, unfortunately. At least she's a woman. That's a big step for Hollywood. But I guess um, an Asian woman would be too far a step. The writers and the producers, so basically everybody with power, um weren't asian which is a little bit obnoxious to me or at least what i can tell from their names somebody don't like dm me being like oh steve clark is actually mandarin or some shit i don't care (laughs) i'm saying like from reading the names and i'm not going to look up all these imdbs but when looking at the names you can see the power structure was all non-asians at the top which is a little bit obnoxious but you know what? At least they made the movie. It's a step in the right direction. Um, I'll uh, I'll throw it to Sebastian for just any random thoughts because clearly this is uh, devolving, and I'm just throwing random shit out there. So, what are some random thoughts from you, Sebastian? Yeah. Okay. So near near the beginning of the movie, right after the first time skip where she grows up, uh, Mulan uh, rides her horse and sees some rabbits, and then she goes home, and then she uh, hurriedly says to her family like um i was riding the horse and I, then i saw two bunnies i think one was male and one was female and uh <laughs> and the line came off really strange she she was then interrupted by something important maybe it was like the oh i have to go to war or something maybe that was the line uh but uh it seemed like oh that's the take you're gonna go with like you said it like out of breath and weird and it's like a non sequitur and it's not really relevant it's like, oh, it's not like do something casual or it's like she's energetic. It's like she's really interested in these rabbits, dude. Mm. There's two rabbits. She thinks one was male. She thinks one was female. And it's important that you know as soon as possible. And she's not going to deliver the line that well. Mm. Everything else is going to be delivered <laughs> way different than this. Mm. I don't remember this. that. Part. Yeah. 
It's it's because it was weird. (laughs) You only remember the good stuff. Um, And I'm going to go to you and I'm going to ask you something specific about the emotional resonance of the movie because I noticed you had a very powerful reaction of the movie at the end. So just sort of take us through, you know, what about it like just really caught, you know, it really spoke to your heart. Yeah, like um, she finally gets to go home because the war is over because she pretty much saved China (laughs) and she goes home and she like, like the village is super like happy and excited that she's back. I think the moment that like she sees her dad for the first time since like leaving for war, like, like you can kind of tell she's like, Oh my God, is he like mad at me? Like, like I'm so ashamed to like come home. I don't want my parents to be mad at me. But then like, as soon as he's like, Oh my God, I'm so happy you're home. I'm so like, I'm so glad that you're home and I'm so proud to have a daughter I'm so sorry that like I said you should have known your place and he realized like that that's a very archaic thing to say mm-hmm. like even though this movie like took place like hundreds of years ago it still had like really like modern kind of values mm-hmm. like I know the old animated movie was like oh women are just meant to breed and be wise but this in this movie like like women can be more and it, it was cool that society was like accepting of that. Now that Mulan's like a war hero, um, yeah, yeah. I think I, just something that uh, jumped into my brain was about the different new female characters. We already mentioned the the witch, but Mulan they added a sister, so they got rid of her grandma and added a sister. And I kind of thought she was a little bit pointless as a character, but I, I do see a theme of what they're going for of. They're adding women to show the different paths that Mulan could have gone on. So her sister is the more traditional path. She, she you know, landed a successful match. And her parents were like, why can't you be more like your sister? And then the witch was sort of like, oh, this is a dark path of like, oh, hey, they, they turned Solid. their... It's like they turned their back on you right when you saved them all. You should do what I did and just say, screw everybody. So I do think they added like these new female characters to show this is what could be if Mulan took a different path and like a darker timeline, you know? So it was, it was kind of an interesting thing. I really do agree that the sister was a pointless character (laughs) because in the original, and I, I, this is my catchphrase for this, for this review in the original, uh, the Mulan fails the matchmaking because of her own like lack of etiquette and poise. But yes. Mulan in this one would have been just dandy without her sister <laughs> making all this spider fuss and getting her kicked out of the matchmaker's place. And it's like Mulan's like a she's infallible. She's like a god from the start. She makes no issues. She's not, like and that's less relatable for me. Yeah. I think that the sister hurt the movie. Yeah, in I, this I, movie because Mulan is an older sister, like she has more of like a leadership kind of like responsible role, don't you think? Like in the old movie, Mulan was like a single child, but in this know, one, she, she's she, sister. after the initial spider scene, she never looks out for her sister because she's like fighting a war, right? <laughs> well, you know when they reunite, yeah. even when she's like, even when she's quote leading the men unquote, it's more like she just like rides with them, and then they're like, "You go ahead, I'm dealing with this guy with a big spike ball mace." <laughs> Well, she, she, I, I would, I would disagree. I'd say she was leading the men because at the end they were like clear path. No one, Mulan. no one deputized her. 
Yeah, no one, were... no one put her in charge. She offered like a position in the office. After. Yeah, in the end, but in the part when she was leading, well, uh, I, I would say like she... like the witch. The witch says like she's a leader of men, and it's like well she's she's among them. I don't know. I mean, she got kind of got exiled and is here kind of on like a probationary basis. If this goes poorly, I'm sure she won't have a position left. Uh, well, I, I think she was leading the men because when after the Me Too moment of the I, I believe in I Mulan, believe. Um, I mm-hmm. think the general actually says, you know, we'll we'll follow you. And then her horse goes out first. Um, and then when when they arrive at the place, he's basically like, you know, clear a path for Mulan because she's the important one. She's the one who has to get to the emperor. So all of you, you know, die if you have to, but make sure she gets <laughs> to So I was like, okay, I, I do feel like she's kind of kind of the leader. I, I want to go back to what Sebastian was saying about the um the matchmaker scene. I do think that Sebastian, you're right, they did take away that clumsiness and that her overcoming the clumsiness. But, like, to me, that's the difference in character arcs, and I feel like that's why they felt like they had to do that, because her character arc here isn't overcoming clumsiness um, and growing as a person. It's just more, I was born awesome, and I just need to stop hiding my awesomeness. So if she were to be, like, clumsy during the matchmaking scene, it wouldn't really go with this movie's theme, because this movie's theme is, like you know, bitch, I was born this way. Like, she was just awesome at the beginning. Um, yeah, it's it's much less of an arc, I just, I feel that way, because yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't find her place in the world. Her, the world is already entirely her place. Mm. You know? As, as because long the as original, she, she's like, oh, I don't, yeah. I'll, I, I couldn't be like a housewife. I, this life's not for me. I need to find my own way. It's like, I could have been that, but my dumb sister had to freak out <laughs> over a spider <laughs> Stupid idiot sister. Now, one thing I want to ask about Mulan as well is, so her powers, there's like a lot more magic in this movie. Um, and they talk about her having a strong chi. And they don't totally say she has powers, but they kind of hint at it a little bit. Like when she was moving the mountain, like when she put her hand on the ground, you can like interpret that as she was just feeling the vibration or it could be the four ounces can move a thousand tons or whatever of her actually channeling her chi. that seems like a little bit higher to like <laughs> yeah like i kind of thought like she's channeling her chi and then she was gonna like move the 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 mountain in the direction um the snow in the direction she needed to and then like they show her a lot with the phoenix and i feel like she will eventually be able to turn into a phoenix. Like, the sequel of this is going to be totally crazy and magical. No? Am mm. I, am oh, I yeah, the only nice. one? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, did, I did like the first half more, because that's before Mulan goes full, like, kung fu crazy bitch, where she just flies through the air uh, like it's hero or something. Uh, Sebastian doesn't like strong women, obviously. Well, I mean, it's like over. She she's fighting like stronger people, right? And it's but she's like being smarter, I guess. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then it's just like, oh, I, I now I can catch arrows in the air and kick spears through, like, and I could defeat the whole thing by myself. It's not really a challenge. I mean, I'm not really like trying. Thing about having she is like harnessing your power, like knowing you have have power, but like how to use it, how to yield it, you know. Yeah. yeah. She was like doing a bunch of tai chi, 
which looked really soothing, which made me go, fuck, I should do some Tai Chi. You need yeah. to be more balanced and grounded. I feel like maybe I resonated more with this version of Mulan, even though I, like I said before, I, I'm actually have more emotional resonance of the animated version because I always cry at the end of that movie and I didn't cry at the end of this one. But I will say probably character arc wise, the reason why I understood this one is I probably like, I, I, I am probably more aligned with this version of Mulan and this doesn't sound super egotistical, but like, I grew up, I was very talented and I was growing up in the ghetto. And like, if you're good at school, people kind of want you to hide the fact that you're smart or else you'll get beat up. And I was just like, I was just like, I remember I was really young and this is probably where my comedy came from. I remember on the schoolyard, one day I just looked at the other kids who were trying to bully me and I was like, listen, just because I'm smarter than you doesn't mean we can't be friends. Like, it's okay. I don't mind that you're dumb. And I know, like, that sounds mean, but it was, like, in a joking way. And that's where my comedy came from because I was like, no, I'm not going to diminish who I am um, just to fit in. And I feel like that's the plot of this movie. And, yes, my friends did say I had, like, a superiority complex as opposed to an inferiority one. So I I, I do get that I'm making myself seem super egotistical here, um, which I am. But um, I think that also um, it really helped me when I came out later in life. Because I had already learned the lesson of, like, don't diminish who you are to fit in. And I felt like that was a theme here, which is totally different than the first Mulan. But, you know, like this Mulan, where it's like, you were born awesome. You just have to, like, embrace that you are awesome. Um, I was like, that's probably closer to my emotional journey than, like, the other Mulan that had to, I don't know, grow into her non-clumsy self i don't know um i i like the other mulan i just didn't um you know it's a different arc than mine so that's why i sort of like this um uh let's i, I feel like we've touched on everything but let's talk about the the romance you know this is a female-led movie directed by a woman oh but- yeah yeah. Um, but because of Disney, they obviously had to have some type of romance in there. What did you think of the romance between uh, Mulan and uh, and uh, Wang Wei? Let's first go to let's go um, opposite of type and ask the guy um, what he thinks of romance. Um, yeah. Sebastian. Uh, what romance? I thought they were just good friends. They never, uh, <laughs> they, never did any, they never did anything romantic. It, it's kind of out of place. A guy, a man and a woman can be friends, provided that they're both soldiers. Uh, and in the Chinese army in the in that era, yeah, it's uh, the, like there's the, the romance is really it's it's not even like there's just like a little bit of, of a longing look, and it's like I'll see you later, and she's like yeah, <laughs> and then she leaves on a horse, and uh, then they don't see each other later. That's the end. <laughs> Yes, I think that not only were the battle scenes PG-13, but so was the romance. Um, it's only hinted at. <laughs> um, let's go over to Anna. What did you think of the uh, romantic chemistry between um, Mulan and uh, and uh, Wang Wei? Yo, that guy's so hot. I was, like, frothing over him the whole movie. But it was so cool. Like, you don't really notice that there's a love chemistry there. Like you kind of do, but the director didn't make it like that big of a deal, which I'm like, Oh, this might be one of those movies that passed the Bechdel test. There's no two women talking to each other about men. There's no two women like fawning over guys in this movie. Right. Mm. Did you notice that? 
Well, th- th- when they talk about overcoming men, I think that counts. Oh, yeah, that counts for sure. That counts. It's like, oh, these, these men will never let us be who we want to be. It's like, that counts. That counts for sure. Fuck. Okay. You're right. I don't know. It's kind of hard to pass the Bechdel test because just like two characters talking without mentioning a third character. And it's like, if unless all the characters are female, then it, then it works. Like, it's never like, because a lot, a lot of scenes are going to be like, okay, let's talk about the business accounts. Uh, did you get the TPS reports in? And she's, and the, and the other one's like, yeah. Uh, did you, did you, uh, will you have my paycheck ready by Friday? Great. Thanks. Well, listen, I don't know much about the Bechtel test, but this passed the Vong test of feminism because you can talk about a man as long as you're talking about how much better you are than the men. And so that conversation, sure, they mention men, but they're like, yeah, they're just sort of these nothing people that we're way more powerful with if we join together. So let's go stomp them. I was like, there's no kissing in this movie. Did you notice? Like, they didn't, like, no kissing at all. Like, it was, like, strictly, like, action, story. Mm -hmm. Fuck the romance. Yeah. yeah. No I, blood, no kissing. It's, it's it's Disney. Even a guy falls like thirty stories off a wooden burning scaffold into lava, and he's like, "I'm still fine enough to shoot an arrow at you." I'm like, "I'm not even hurt that bad." Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he was still alive at the end. I'm not sure if anybody died in this movie. Um, I think no, because didn't Mulan like what? Didn't Mulan do the alley oop arrow into like his face from the emperor? Yeah, but then he like kind of indicated that so he missed the arrow and it did get into him but probably he was wearing some type of under armor or something who knows it's disney i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if literally nobody died at all in this war i don't know they definitely didn't show anybody getting their head chopped some people got exploded with a giant fireball i think that probably would do some damage (laughs) I, like if you get exploded by a giant fireball and then Mulan drops an avalanche on you, you're probably dead. Yeah. You know, probably dead. <laughs> um, okay, great. Um, just wrapping up, um, let's finish with one word um, to describe the movie. Um, let's go with Anna. Epic! And uh, Sebastian. Uh brave <laughs> honestly why didn't we do brave loyal and true i was hoping that you started it but you really let me down here didn't oh, get the memo okay let's let's try that again what what's what word would you use to describe this movie anna loyal sebastian brave and true um, and devotion to family, but that's more than one word. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And uh, this whole week, we'll actually have multiple reviews and instant reactions to Mulan, probably like 10 separate reviews. So you're going to get more Mulan than you ever wanted. But this is a really big week for me because I watched Mulan multiple times a year and cry all the time. So um, you're just going to have to deal with me for at least a week or two, talking about Mulan nonstop. And uh, as long as you're okay with that, please come back to our next episode of Rice. Mulan fever! Yo, I gotta go to work. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.